Coming to you from the great American Southwest, from our studios in suburban Fort Worth, Texas, this is the Dirt Wasp Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Halsey. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Today's podcast is some dad advice from the coach, that being me. This is a departure from our usual format. The reason we're having a departure from that format is because a listener has contacted me via email, and we've gone back and forth about some difficulties he's having in his relationship with his wife. Now, I'm not a relationship coach. I'm not a I'm not a family therapist or anything like that, and I, I, I really don't know why this guy engaged me for some advice. But after a handful of emails back and forth, I, I told him I would uh, give him my opinion in the form of a podcast episode. And it gave me a chance to think about it about what I would say to him if we were sitting down over coffee or over a beer and discussing it. This listener is in his mid-30s. He's married, has one child, and he is dissatisfied, he thinks, with his marriage. He has met a woman at work who interests him very much, and she appears to be interested in him. His dilemma is that he doesn't know whether he should stay with his wife or take a chance and try to have a relationship with this other woman. He understands his parental responsibilities, but he's very much interested in this other woman. I've asked him to explain why she's so intriguing as compared to his wife, and he has just been able to tell me this is all in emails, not in a conversation, but that there's something about her that he can't put his finger on, but there's something interesting and exciting about her that she has a vivaciousness that he hasn't encountered before. I asked him whether his wife had that vivaciousness, and that was the word he used. Whether his wife had that vivaciousness when they first met, he said not really. And so prior to coming on to record this podcast, I sent him a list of questions, really to inform myself about where he was in this process. I asked him how long he dated his wife before they got married. He said two years. That's a very reasonable time. I asked him if he loved his wife. He said yes. I asked him if his wife was still attractive and he gave me well yeah she's had a she's had a child but yeah she's she's still attractive i asked him does your wife love you yes was the response 
Are you still in love with her? I think I am, was his response. Then I asked the question, do you like your wife? His response was, well, I love her. Well, those are two different things. I asked him if he liked, excuse me, if she liked him. He said, well, she loves me. He used more words than that in the reply sentence, but that's basically what he said. Liking and loving, you can love somebody and not like them very much. You can like someone and not love them at all. Two different emotions. He didn't understand the question, but as I was considering what I would tell him if we were sitting down to have a conversation about it, is it sounds a lot like he's just met somebody new, and it's the newness and the excitement of meeting somebody new that he's very attracted to that has captured his mind. And that's not something one should allow to happen when one is in a committed relationship. And yes, I said allow to happen. It's easy to let our fantasies run away on us. And there's nothing wrong with having a fantasy here and there. Or you wouldn't be human if you didn't, but you can let them run away with you and capture your mind. And instead of thinking about the relationship that you have and that you are in and working to make it better, and I'm not even talking about the parental responsibility of having a child together and that the child deserves two parents I'm just going to consider that, at least for myself and for a conversation that he and I would have if we were face-to-face, to to be self-evident. I would say it, and I would just leave it as a self-evident fact. But we still have to deal with this attraction to this woman at work. I asked him if he and this woman had been alone on a date together or in any circumstance where they have been alone together, a business trip or something, and he said no. That precluded the need to answer or ask the question and have the answer about whether they've been intimate together or not. So here's my thoughts on this. What I would tell one of my children if this guy who's, I am old enough to be his father, What I would tell him if we were having that conversation or if he were my son. I would tell him about the old proverb about the grass always being greener on the other side of the fence. If you haven't heard this before, What this means is that when standing in your own yard, looking over at your neighbor's yard, you see a beautiful, lush green yard, and it looks so much better than yours. And you have yard envy. 
you want your neighbor's yard. You look down and you see at your feet, your grass, you see the imperfections, you see the brown spots, you see where the grass is not growing as richly and thickly as it could be. While you look over at your neighbor's yard and you just say, wow, that is green and lush and beautiful. And I want it. So let's say you and your neighbor come to an agreement where you can swap yards. But there's a provision in the agreement that says once the swap is made, there are no exchanges or refunds. You can't go back. And so you make the swap. And in your excitement and zeal, believing you've made a great deal, you hop over the fence and you stand in the middle of your new yard. And as you look down at your feet, at the grass, and you start your gaze from your feet outward to the rest of the yard, you see all of the yard's imperfections. You see the brown spots. You see the places where the yard is not growing lushly and well. It looks like you're standing in your old yard. Because it's all about perspective. When you're standing in the middle of the yard and you can look down at your feet and then away in a cons- in concentric circles away from your feet to gaze across your yard, you're looking down on it from very close. But you're looking at your neighbor's yard from an angle, a completely different perspective than the one you have in your own yard. The grass is not greener on the other side of the fence. It's the same. You have a marriage. You have a relationship. A relationship with a different person may not be better. In fact, whether or not it would be better is a question you simply cannot answer. until and unless you leave your current relationship and begin a new relationship with a new person. Because in my view, it's a near certainty that what you will find is that you've traded one set of human relationship problems for another. They may be different, there will still be problems. In other words, you see all of the imperfections. You see all of the brown spots. You see where things aren't growing well. You have not improved your life. You have merely changed it. And with that change, 
comes an unpredictable future. The relationship that you have now has been built on a foundation. The structure on that foundation may be creaking a little bit, but you can deal with that. You can make the necessary repairs. A new relationship would be like pouring a new foundation and then having to build the structure on top of it. With all of the uncertainties and unknowns that are ahead of that buildup of that new building. Will it slow down due to inclement weather? Will there be a construction supply problem? Will one of the walls that's just been framed come crashing down, only having to be put up again? I don't know, and neither can you. There are many uncertainties. And asking oneself if your life would be better with this new person is also a question you cannot answer for the reasons I've already given. You can't know. The best a person can do if they're having doubts about their current relationship is not look to someone else, but look to themselves and ask whether their life would be better. Your life would be better alone. If the answer is no, then there's really only one reasonable course of action in my view. And that is repairing, repairing the structure. If there are cracks in the foundation, repairing the foundation. You've already built something with your wife. It is worth repairing and continuing to move forward. There is an old saying that is, quote, you will harvest what you plant, close quote. You must treat a relationship like a plant. You plant it. But you don't just walk away, you water it, you tend to it, you pay attention to it, you nurture it. You have to do the same thing in a relationship. My advice to you is to stop thinking about this other person. Put that person squarely in the coworker zone, squarely in the friend zone. All it requires from you to do that is a decision to do that.
and then make the decision to nurture the relationship you have with your wife. to build on the foundation you've already laid. Maybe putting a second story on the structure you've already built. As both of you move together into the future, that's my advice. You may disagree. But you asked, and I've provided the answer that I would give if we were face-to-face. Or indeed, if you were my son, that's what I would tell you. You have something that you can nurture and make better. Don't forsake it. For the excitement and expediency of something new. You must, for your own sake, for the sake of the both of you as a couple, and of course, for your child, you must work on your marriage. If you nurture your marriage, you will be surprised and amazed at the rewards you reap from that. So turn to, make those decisions. And once you've made those decisions to put the coworker in the coworker zone, firmly in the coworker zone and firmly in the friend zone, and then make the decision at the same time to nurture your relationship with your wife. Once you've made those decisions, follow through. You will be pleasantly surprised at the results. And that's my dad advice from the coach, Coach Todd. If you agree or disagree with the advice that I've given this listener, please email me at thecolonel at thedirtwaspodcast.com. The email address is thecolonel at thedirtwaspodcast.com and tell me whether you agree or disagree. And if you disagree, tell me why. I'd really like to know. Maybe I can learn something useful for the next time someone asks me a question like this. And for the listener who did ask the question, I'm not going to use your name. I'll simply call you Bob. Bob, thanks for the question. I've enjoyed our email back and forth and I hope I've given you an answer to your satisfaction this is a departure from what we normally do but Bob I hope it helps and to all of you out there in the Dirt Wasp podcast listenership I'd appreciate your feedback on this episode and on the others 
just send me an email. I'll read every one of them and I'll get back to you. And wherever you're getting this podcast from, whichever platform you're using to listen to us, if you can give us a like, if you can give us a subscribe, if you can give us a follow, if you can give us a thumbs up, if you can give us five stars or four stars, or if that, you know, if you can give us something, give us a little review, recommend us to someone else, forward your favorite podcast episode to someone else. It'll really help us grow this podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today from the great American Southwest. Join us again next week for a new episode of the Dirt Wasp podcast. Until then, adios.